Another As Yet Untitled, I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. And this is the third Christmas series, part one for 2020. Yes. Yep. I think I got that right. We've done three. This is our our third Christmas. (laughs) And this is the first pod for this Christmas. So, yes, that's right. Yeah. uh, It's it's getting late. Um, Wetting. (laughs) It is late. Late enough for me. Uh, Yeah. No. When was that? I can't remember the last time we podded this late. Either right. I've actually just taken my glass off to rub my eyes. Yeah. I mean, I think the last one we done real late. Well, I can't remember. Um, you have left it after twelve o'clock at night. Before. Yeah, I remember there was one time I left at two or three. That sounds like a it sounds like a Harry Potter one. Yeah, it might have been actually. It was either that one or another Bruce Willis film we done, which was Fifth Element. Yes, I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, yeah. Aziz, <laughs> light. <laughs> Aziz, light. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you, Aziz. <laughs> but um, yeah, as you can tell, we tend to go on a tangent. Well, that was I think probably our quickest one. Yeah. Um, well, because then you said Bruce Willis, and then you haven't explained why we watched the film with yeah, Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. See, this is, uh, oh, this is what happens. The later it gets, the less I remember. Um, <laughs> the quicker I forget as well. <laughs> yeah. So we've just watched Die Hard. Yes. Um, for some, it's not a Christmas film. For us, it is. Yes, it is. Um, get that out of the way. Um, I mean, that saves a long conversation. Yeah. Because we both agree it's a Christmas film. Um, it takes place. It takes place at Christmas, and it's a Christmas film. Yeah, Christmas Eve. I mean, how much more of a blooming Christmas film can it be on Christmas Eve when he's using Christmas puns? Christmas, even go on. Even with the tape and the uh, how he wraps up a terror, a, a robber. Yes, it's a robber. It's a robber. Um, little tea leaf. Um. <laughs> oh dear, it's gonna be um, one of those pods. Yeah, right. it is. Um, yeah, but you said raps, and for a minute I thought you was actually talking about the Randy MC song. From um, Argyle's playing in a limo. I didn't recognise the song, so no, I have no I idea. Think, really? No. Oh, I love it. It's such a. That's. A, do you know what? It's such a great Christmas song. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's not in my top ten Christmas songs, but I hear it and I think Die Hard. Although, like I said earlier, um, I've been watching so much Brooklyn Nine Nine that I, I look, I think of Die Hard now. I think of Jake Peralta. Yeah. Of yeah. Um. But yeah, so we're doing our Christmas uh, series. Is the first one. Um, year three, as you've said, it's Third crazy year. to think. Wow, yeah, three years worth of movies watched. Yep, that's it's a long time, man. <laughs> How many pods have we done up to this point? Uh, we are f- we're in the late 30s now, yeah, 39. 39. That's that's freaking huge that's madness, isn't it? <laughs> that's like I'm not gonna try and do an average of how many that is a year, I'm not good at maths. <laughs> um, we've, we've noticed that from previous pods. Um, thing is, that isn't, isn't that technically more than one a month? Because two years would be 24, three 24, years would be 36. 36. Yeah. So it's more than one a month we've done. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There's the math. There we go. I'm, I'm leaving it there. I'm not giving you an average. <laughs> but we'll keep going. <laughs> um, yeah. So Die Hard, as we said, um, Christmas film. I think if there was a. I don't think there's a better film to start with this series than Die Hard. No, it's just a really good movie to start off with, like yeah. you said. And I think for a long time we kind of put it off. Well, we were concerned people would think we'd start a whole new series of films. And it's not yeah. going to work out like that with this. We're just no. enjoying it as it is, as a movie. Yeah, yeah. So basically, for those that don't understand, me and Chris have this rule when we do the podcast, which is if we're going to watch a film and it's a part of a series, we try not to Unless we can work it into the rest of the year. Yeah. Otherwise, we watch one or two Die Hard films, because the first two are at Christmas. And if we never watch the other three on a pod, then we kind of started something and haven't finished it. There's no point starting a film three quarters of the way through and then stopping. No. Like, we like to see it all the way through, which is our, the way we kind of do the pods as well. Um, however, we've already discussed this today, actually. And we said we'll do the first two over, over like the Christmas period. And then the last three will kind of put in. Drop them in during the year. The new year. So it'll be like um, a rest between like a series that we're doing, uh, the Harry Potter series that we're doing. And then it'll be a nice thing to kind of finish off on without having to make it a whole series. Yeah. Um, So that's the plan for the diehard ones for anyone that's already thinking, oh, what they're going to do next. That's how we're going to do it. We're not going to tell you when the series finishes. We're not classing this as a long series. Like the Harry Potter ones was like, Eight films, still, 
Yes. Still, it's eight films. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so on. Um, before we get into the actual episode, um, we have to talk about the sponsors. We do. Promotional content paid for by the following. So if you are a fan of energy drinks and you want to get energised really, really, really quick, which I wish I was now, um, then use Rogue Energy. Um, it's the energy drink that myself and Chris use, especially when we're in the gym. Um, if you would like a discount code, then AYU10 gets you 10% off, and you can use that unlimited amount of times. But how many times can you use it on per purchase? It's once. Oh, dear. So you can't AYU10, AYU10, continuously, yep. <laughs> and then only spend on shipping. Um, I mean, I wish that was a thing. Um, I would do it myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> like the trucks pulling up around by your house. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have nowhere to put them. I'd not get moaned at by the missus. Just start selling them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so A- with AIU5. <laughs> That's a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give them 5% off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so if you want to use uh, AYU10 and get Rogue Energy, then go ahead. Um, if you want to get our merchandise, then it's shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash FRM media AYU. And if you want to follow us on our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or any other social media, and then everything else is in the description box below. Just highlight it, copy or paste or whatever, yep, yep. and it'll take you direct to our page. And back to the podcast. So, Die Hard. Really enjoyed it. I do enjoy Die Hard. It's a good yeah. movie. I I always forget something when I'm watching it. <laughs> I don't I don't know why, and I know what's coming, but um, like I, I go on. I still flinch a bit. So I know certain characters survive. When you think they're going to die, your, your mind still reacts that way. Yeah. Like, I forgot right at the end, even though we were talking about it, I forgot right at the end that the guy comes back up again Yeah, uh, to kill McLean. I, I made a mistake with that. I thought the guy shot him in the head. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh, he's going to shoot him straight in the head and yeah. he'll die. He's not. He like, shot him like three times. The guy still managed to pull the gun forward. Then he shot him in the shoulder and he went down. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for, I mean, it baffles me when I get shot in the shoulder anyway, because McLean got shot in the shoulder and he's still alive. Yeah. Um, so I don't get the. I think at this point he's. They're in the. So I'm jumping right to the end. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. They, they got into the limo at the end. His adrenaline would be coming right down. He would need hospital attention for everything he's been through. Yeah. Well, he's got Holly. You know, I guess his adrenaline will be up a bit more over Christmas. Yeah, but he still needs medical <laughs> attention. Yeah. Well, she, well yeah. She but... works in an office building. She's not. Just because they have snoo snoo, it's not going to make him more better. Well, well, no, but. I've been watching Future Armor okay. recently. <laughs> um, yeah, regardless. Um, but it, so before we get into the ending, um, let's go to the beginning. Yeah, let's go back there. Uh, it starts off a little weird. How so? Like for me, it, McLean's is not a fan of flying. It just seems like such a, an action hero. Yeah. That <laughs> he doesn't like flying. You expect him to be like a shot out of an F1 bomber or something and glide <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> Guy, he's not from Mission Impossible. <laughs> well, no, he he was pretty much the yeah. He wasn't the first action star, but he's the earliest one I remember. Yeah, he kind of it's like a trendsetter for it, isn't he? Like, yeah. Not saying that the other guys didn't do it, didn't, but this was massive. When you think of your child, and you think of like not action, action, yeah, action men, yeah, men of action. You would think John McClane. I don't, I mean, yeah, kind of. Like for me, when I think of action men of like back then. You do think of like Jean-Claude Van Damme, Schwarzenegger, yeah. Stallone. It's really weird with Bruce, and he said Pierce Brosnan then, with um, Bruce, Bruce Willis. But he, the ones you were talking about are all heavily muscled action men. Yeah. He's more of a slight, he's like a real He's person. an average Joe. Yeah. You know, um, not saying that he's a muscly, because he's quite muscly. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> he's, he's less defined than the others. He's pretty much got the body of a New York police officer. Yeah. And that's all he is in this. He's just a police officer from New York who's invited. They said by accident, so maybe the company invited him without. And then he had to call his wife, say, oh, I've been invited. Uh, yeah. right. Maybe. I mean, because you don't really find out that. No. Um, but then you only find out little bits as you go along, which I really enjoy about this film. You kind of get the story at the beginning of the kind of of the film, what's going on. And then in, in the twined in it, like, yeah. what's going on. You find out more about his relationship. It's like what the uh, sorry, what the writers would call a um, a B 
plot. Yeah. You have the A plot, which is the main plot, and you have the B plot, which is the subplot that goes along with it. Yeah, and I'd really like that. But there's more than one, because you've got the story of McLean. Yeah. And then, well, you've got the overall story. Well, you've got the, ter- the, 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 the Robert's story. Yeah. And you've got his one. Then you've got his relationship with his, with his wife. wife. Then you've got uh, the sergeant at the end. Well, Cap- yeah, sergeant at the end. Yeah, he, uh, McLean's relationship with the sergeant. With Al, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you've got um, Argyle's little... That's just, that's, I think it's more of a skip than a story, but I'll stick it in there. So you've got yeah. four subplots already. Yeah, yeah, underneath. And it's just, it's so interesting. And they all weave together really well. Um, yeah, it's done really well. Uh, the writing on it is fantastic. Um, but yeah, where do you want to start? Obviously, I know we've kind of spoke a bit, but is there... Is there anything that really stood out to you? The whole movie. You can't just like. <laughs> is there one bit that you think that, that always sticks in your mind? Like, if someone talks about Die Hard, the first bit that comes up. Hans Gruber coming off the window, falling. Yeah. Uh, that moment when he's slowly bringing the gun round and they finally detach Holly's watch. Yeah. Yeah, I like. Do you know what? Saying that, again, we just spoke about writing. But you mentioned. They mentioned right at the beginning, Holly receives this watch for all of her hard work. Yeah. And at the end. Rather letting go of that watch saves her life. Could you could also be like a link to show that she's got to focus more, less on work and more on John and the family. Yeah, yeah, and vice versa. He... Oh, John realizes that when he thinks he's on his way out. Yeah, he's talking to Al, mm-hmm. and he's being honest, like tell her I love her, tell her I'm sorry, I should have supported her more. Yeah, I kind of because I already know the next movie. Yeah, I yeah. kind of wish he had moved out there with her. To become a cop out there, they would have loved to have had him. After all that he's just done, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, oh, well, I think a few would have loved to have have him. Have would have yeah. loved to have have him. Others, not so much. He's he he has problems playing by the rules. He yeah. said that himself. He said that um, someone said there are rules, and he goes, "Yeah, that's what the captain, my captain, keeps telling me." Yeah, yeah, and I, I think what you what I do like is you don't know his backstory other than his relationship. Like, you don't know, like, when he's talking to Argyle, he says um, there's a lot of people that he hasn't put away yet, which means he's dedicated to his work and he yeah. won't rest until it's done. So the fact that he's gone from New York to L.A. Shows a massive um, yeah, willingness. Like, yeah. So he always, like, he shows that he's willing to try and do stuff. But in this, like, that's at the beginning. But then throughout the film, he's he's not giving up. And then you see you see that he's willing to fight for the right of you know and saving everyone yeah um but he he went through a lot more than any normal person should do you know what i forgot how much he actually suffers in this film because he's got i'm pretty sure some of those bullets are still lodged in him probably if not then they they if they aren't then he's he's got yeah and he's got a a battered bullet hole you know i'm (laughs) that's another one for a (laughs) t-shirt beware of my battered bullet hole (laughs) You should see Rob's face. It's gone red. Oh, oh why do you do this, Rob? Gosh, I was trying to have a genuine conversation. <laughs> You're the one that's in a battered bullet hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> look at you trying to look composed. I am composed. <laughs> oh, right. Where were we? Oh, yeah. John McClane's battered bullet hole. <laughs> yeah, like you said, he's gone. If there's, if they're not lodged inside of him. <laughs> Right. If they're not lost inside of me, <laughs> I'm trying to make a point here. Trying. <laughs> God's sake! Oh. Oh, I almost had it then. Oh, go! <laughs> I can't. Every time I look around, I'm looking. You got your eyes watering. <laughs> I told you. The later it gets, the more delirious we become. Oh. Where oh. were we? Right. right. So- his injuries, he has many, many injuries who have, have caused him a lot of pain. And for a human to for a human to keep going through that is nothing short of extraordinary. Yeah, you're right. But the yeah. adrenaline, he must be, he's, he's on empty. When did he last have anything to eat? The only thing you saw him drink was watered down champagne. The plane is the only time he would have had anything to eat. And that he went to the party because he sat in the front of the limo instead of in the back. He put the presents in the back of the limo and sat in the front. Yeah, I like that. Um... Yeah, I do like the fact that he'd rather ride next to Argyle 
than behind Argyle. Yeah, um, well, it shows he's, he doesn't hold himself above anyone. Yeah, I guess. But then I think there's another point. It's trust. I think he'd rather know what's going on near him. Than... But to me, that's not really trust. That's paranoia, but reasonable paranoia. Yeah, he's a cop. You know, that's... Yeah, there you go. You know, plus, I think if he sits in the back of a car, for him, that'd be... Um... <laughs> he's still laughing about that. <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. I can't keep stopping and bleeding. Yeah, for him, I think if he sits at the back of the car as a police officer, that he's the one that's um, like in the wrong for him. Well, yeah, driving in the front is both so he can keep an eye on people and as a position of power to show he's in charge. I think he would prefer to be driving. Yeah, if he could have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd imagine without the. Uh, the thing there, he would have gone like rented a car or something. I don't see him using a taxi unless he's less no. like with well, the same with the limo, he could sit in the front, yeah, yeah. But I do like the first, um, uh, he goes, Are you McLean? He goes, Are you Argyle? Um, you know, and neither of them know what to do, no, you know, it's Argyle's first first pickup by the sound of it. Yeah, it's, it's my first time driving a limo, yeah, that's right, it's my first time riding in one, so um. I did like the fact that Argos telling him what's available in the back of the car. Yeah, and he's more bothered about just sitting next to him. Yeah, it's like, oh, we've got you got food, you've got drink, you've got a VHS player. <laughs> you've got a VHS player. Yeah, that's how dated this is. People, some people listening probably don't even know what that is. Could you? Uh, I'd read. I like the idea of asking my nephew, "Do you know what a VHS player is?" No. Uh, <laughs> ask him what vinyl is. What's that? I'm joking. <laughs> but um, I don't know what vinyl is. Yeah, no, so you're, you're right. Um, but as you were saying, McLean has, was battered. Yeah. Um, t- shot once, twice. Well, he's right. He's, well, he was... He's got a lot of... He's got lacerations, lacerations all over his feet. He's got a lot of blood was coming out of his feet, wasn't it? I'm amazed he didn't bleed out, to be fair. The amount of blood in his feet oh. and... You know, obviously, when you drink alcohol, thins your blood. Yeah. It makes you bleed quicker. When he pulled that... Shard of glass out of his foot. That wasn't a small shard. No, that wasn't. That was quite... But then I guess that's clever on Hans' part. Hans' part. With the... Um, when he yeah, Shoot the glass. Because Hans realised, remembered that McLean had no shoes on. Yeah. Which is odd. But in a lot of films nowadays, not that they walk around with bare feet, but they don't think logical. They just no. shoot to kill. You know. If you shoot to wound and incapacitate, is more likely the character, your enemy is going to bleed out or suffer to a point it just stops. Yeah. But in this case, McLean didn't want to stop. No. Um, but yeah, the reason he hasn't got no um, no shoes or socks on is because the guy at the airport said to him, um, when you get in or wherever, where you are, um, make fists with your feet, like with just on your with bare feet. Um, have you ever tried it? Yeah. Like it does make you feel grounded. Like it's, like you're not not that you're one with the earth, yeah. but um, yeah, it's nice to. Like I've noticed that over as I've got older, I've walked more around just casually in bare feet, so I feel more grounded. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't really wear my slip. I'm in slippers right now. Well, you threw one at me earlier. Well, you were being rude. <laughs> I think. I can't remember. No, you deserve to be smacked with a Yoda. Uh, a lot of the time when I'm indoors, once because I don't go out very much at this point, yeah, things going on. I would would you walk around barefoot or just in socks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think so straight from that, it kind of sets the tone of like, McLean is, as we said, willing to try stuff. Unfortunately for him, of all the times for him to go barefoot, there's people shooting up the building. Well, didn't? <laughs> yeah, because they. Took his shoes off in the the side room at the party. Yeah, it was refreshing. Uh, like he wanted to uh, get refreshed. Yeah, get himself cleaned up. Did he have a suit or anything? Was he getting changed into a suit? So I'm not sure because I know he had his like his fly clothes. Yeah, yeah, flight clothes. Um, normally, but it was normally you that they either change when they got into the hotel, or whatever. Obviously, he went straight to the uh, the plaza. Yeah. So the fact that he done that, I made. I, I wonder. He was getting into something else, to you know, because his trousers always look like suit trousers to me. 
Yeah, but then I think that's just not a normal Bruce Willis thing now, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of another film that he's been in where he doesn't wear um, anything other than these trousers. Like, <laughs> Rob has been watching some very interesting movies, it seems. Right. I'm trying to think back to the last time when we you watched saw him Bruce wearing Willis other, yeah. something other than trousers. Yes. Um, <laughs> like a girdle. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I, as I said, I forgot so much about what was happening. But when I was watching, I was thinking, oh, I remember that now. I remember that now. Yeah. The vest was on longer than I thought it was. I thought he cut his feet earlier because he takes it off, doesn't he? And he wraps it around his foot. Um, I don't think that's going to... You've got to be able to wash that clean. <laughs> no. But he was he was so dirty. Like, covered in well, uh, everything. I when they, when she might, when Holly meets him again, when right near the end, yeah. she looks at him and goes, oh, God. She sees what he's been through because he's staggering along. He's clearly got burns. Yeah, he's got covered in blood, dirt. He's been shot. Yeah, you know he's able to do things. I've never been shot. Praise. <laughs> I hope yeah. never to be. Touch wood. But I'd imagine I'd be screaming, holding the wound, just continuously screaming. Him. He's been shot in the shoulder. Oh, speaking of getting shot, when the guy was running towards him in that room. Oh, the kneecap bit. Oh, God, they explode like meat-filled water balloons. Do you know what that really reminded me of? You know Robocop? Yeah. The first one when um, the guy, he gets shot. Yeah. And it's just unnecessary, the amount of, like... And they shoot his hand when you see the bits going. Yeah, yeah. Murphy. It, so it wasn't as bad as that, but the way it was done really reminded me of that. Oh, it was um, just, like I said, meat-filled water balloons. Yeah. But I like the fact... But then, again... The guy, he got shot, and then he died. I Surely think, he'd be alive still? I think he fell on glass or something, because he oh, went okay. through and then went straight down, didn't he? Straight so, down. Right, so you reckon he could have cut it, like, his throat yeah. away from the glass? That's fair enough. I didn't think about it that way, because normally you just watch it and you just, boom. Okay, he's down. down, he's dead. Yeah. Could you imagine if he's been alive and he's the only one who survived? <laughs> he's managed to not, well, not run away, but get away somehow. <laughs> just crawl. <money. laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean... So much was going on, and I like the fact that even though you've got loads going on, it's kind of set on 90%, I'd say 70% of the film is literally on McLean. Yeah. You know, like he's, and it's not him just being like this superhero guy. No, he's just a guy trying to survive. Yeah. And look after, protect everyone else. Yeah. You know, doing, as you said, doing his job. Um, he's a copy. In his mind, that's his duty. Doesn't matter. If, doesn't matter the fact he's outside his jurisdiction. Yeah. If you find someone in trouble, you help them. Yeah, it's like um, people from the, the, a medical. If someone's injured, yeah. then they do come along. I mean, your mum was coughing once, and didn't have someone from like an ambulance or something come over and? That was when we were in um, a lo- well, a local supermarket. That has a calf. Mum was choking slightly on some food after I made her laugh. Nurses were there. Walked straight over and went straight to work. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and afterwards, they, they said, okay, when they sat back down and had their food, and I'm like, I'm gobsmacked. Like, well, thank you. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so what, what would you say to McLean then? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think there's much more. She can just, cheers. Name yeah. your first child after him or something. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you think Al ever done that? I mean, I can't remember if we hear from Al again. Maybe in that, slightly in the second one. No, I'm not going to tell uh, that. I'm yeah. not going to tell you Al in the second movie. It doesn't make much sense. Yeah. No, um... I would like to think as he's they must got have kept in contact. Oh, I would have. If yeah, I, if it would have been nice if you'd been through that because he hadn't. Al hadn't picked up a gun in how many years? Yeah, and he did so to save McLean's life. McLean mm-hmm. knows this now. Do, so, what do you think with that story? Do you think it's the fact that McLean put his his life, literally his whole body, through hell. torture and yeah, that hell to save everyone? Do you think that made him think, well, if McLean can do it, I can save McLean? Maybe subconsciously, but I think it's, it was an, almost an automatic reaction. Yeah. He had his gun. He saw someone coming. Up it comes. Yeah. He's been a desk. He, he, he says it himself. He's basically, basically a desk policeman officer now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I find that I love that story as well. The fact that he hasn't done anything other than desk work. Um, McLean doesn't think that's a noble. Yeah, yeah. I think it's noble. Um, but then I guess it, it's two different places, LA to New York. Yeah. You know, um, there's a lot of people that I don't like in this film. <laughs> yeah. But we see two of them go down in a burning wreck. So that's all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. So they're quite irritating. Well, one Johnson's quite irritating. The the one with the 
the scars on his face, the white guy. Yeah. The other Johnson, I can't, he can't. He kind of just follows orders until he and I didn't really care about him until he said, "What twenty percent?" Yeah. The white guy says twenty percent. You know, casualties. Yeah. And then the other guy goes, "I can live with that." Yeah. Uh, at that yeah. point, I thought, "Well, you're going to die quickly, aren't you?" Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there's them two. Um. The idiot police off, uh, police lieutenant. Wherever yeah. He is. And the uh, to be honest, the as they're down as terrorists, but the the robbers. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so they, I preferred them over as, the... As uh, characters, they're better than the police officers. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. Um, and it really irritated me, especially the the news presenter. Oh, God, he, he got what was coming to him, at least. I don't think he got enough. No, he got what was coming, but there's he... We know in the second one, he gets a little more. Yeah, yeah. But I like, I do like the fact that Holly punches him at the end. Yeah. Uh, but then, um, I don't know, I think it would have been better if McLean had done it. Or, um, Al. No, I've I, I got to disagree. I prefer the fact that she did it. Because she, she's the one who's been looking, well, she's, it's her, her kids at the moment, right? Yeah. Okay, her and McLean, uh, her and John aren't separated, but they are strained. Their relationship is strained right mm. now. And she's the one, she's the primary carer. Yeah. Even though she's got a nanny there. Fair enough, okay. But it's more like a mother bear instinct. She knows that this guy stuck a camera in her kids' faces. Yeah, yeah. Well, just the daughter. Well, do we only see the daughter speak? Isn't it? She says like, "Come home" or yeah. something. I th- I've got to say, I think Miss Molly is going to um, fire that nanny. I, 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 I could agree. Yeah, because uh, nanny, the nanny is there to keep the children safe while the mother's at work. Yeah, and she doesn't. Well, she does, other than that time. Yeah, um, yeah it's one time is enough, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She may have done a lot to help the children, but she's let this guy into a house, a, a stranger, basically, mm-hmm. to talk to the kids. Yeah, on, Would on you national telly. Keep no. her. Um, I'd say I understand what you went through, but you put my children in danger. I'm going to have to let you go. Yeah, true. Did you the the explosion? Do you know what I think? This was at a time where kind of. Would you say CGI was around ish, like it was kind of there early stages, um, and it wasn't, it wasn't the best. No, but they used more. Uh, what's it called? Um, like pyrotechnics. Yeah, pyrotechnic. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, and all that sort of stuff. Do you think if they'd have made something like this now, they would have overused the CGI on it? Yeah, that's what I think. The I helicopters, think this was perfect. The explosions. Possibly even some of the guns would have been CGI'd. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Too much. It's like we have said many times before, there's something to be said for live action. Yeah. And for sets which people have built with their own hands. Mm-hmm. Exa- exactly that. Yeah. Um, and that made me think, to looking back to it, that how how good this film is with what it done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As in, as in um, special uh, visual effects, should we say. Why any of the helicopter CGI'd in this? Because it, I know it, it to me it looked a little bit like it. Uh I really don't know. Um, All right, sorry, go on. Yeah, no. So like visual, visually, um, from a standpoint of like the, the way the camera moved and panned and stuff like that, to even like I said, the special effects that they used with the bombs and explosions and all that sort of stuff, it just it just seemed to fit. Like it was one of those perfect films that I don't. I think the only thing that you can take away from it when people say will be negative is they say that it's not a Christmas film. That's the only negative I can see. Yeah, I, I, I really can't pick anything out. I mean, there'd be things where I'm like, maybe they could have done it this way. But then it, it it's such a good film that if you did say that, it, it wouldn't change the film in any way. Do you know no. what I mean? It wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make, make it, it any, any worse. It wouldn't make it worse in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that it's such a strong film. Um do you think this is the strongest one overall, like Die Hard? Or... Well, out of all the Die Hards I've yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. It's the one that sets everything up. It's the one the others have to live up to. Yeah. No matter how good a movie, a, continue, um, a sequel is, it will never fully match up to the original. Yeah. So that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you, so do you think the way, like with McLean climbing through and everything, do, do you think there was ever a point where... He realised that this could be other than when he's talking to Holly, 
uh, to Al about Holly. Yeah. Do you think there was ever a point where he realised that I'm not going to make it? I think that was the first point. I think after that... He was, was it the glass? The bit after the glass? when he's Because um, he's pulling it out of his, the glass out of his feet, isn't it? Yeah. I think at that point he realises that this, it's unlikely. At that point, right up to then, he's working like methodically, taking yeah. them out, doing this... After this whole incident, when he's almost he's practically almost killed by these people, yeah, he's realising it's uh, he's slightly in over his head. Yeah, he's basically drowning <laughs> in it, and he yeah. needs. I think he's he's got to the point where he's accepted he might he's likely to die. Mm-hmm. So that's why he seems a bit more reckless after that point. Yeah, because the John McLean before that, I don't see him jumping off the roof using a hose. Yeah, no, like he he started. It got to a point where. The more he had to do something, the more daring he became. Yeah. Like, he was more willing to put his life on a life. The adrenaline was increasing. I mean, yeah. Because when you're that in, over the top with ind- adrenaline, you're not thinking clearly. No. Because it's part of your fight or flight response, isn't it? Yeah, you're like, do, or, yeah, do or die. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, yeah. So I think, so what do you think kicked the adrenaline? So the first, the first thing that made him, like... That first, was the when it started. The first spark of adrenaline. Sorry, the first spark of adrenaline would have been when his police instincts kicked in when he heard the gunshots going mm-hmm. off as he was getting changed. Yeah. Because that's like because he automatically assumed position. He got his gun, didn't he? he went yeah, by the yeah. door To see what's going on. So I think that's like, okay, right, things are going bad. If I get somewhere, I can get help. And that's what he, that's what he did. That's what he tried to do first to get out of the way. He set a fire alarm off. And then the people downstairs said, "Oh, it's a fault." Don't worry about it. So he turned around and went home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess so. What about you? What do you think that or? Um, I think for him, it was when he f- had a fight and killed the the first guy. Yeah, he fell, he fell down the stairs. He fell down the stairs. Broke, yeah. yeah, I mean, fair enough. He wasn't intentionally out to kill him. Like, you know, to, uh, what's the word? Is it, is it incapacitate? Incapacitate. In- in- incapacitate. Yeah. Like yeah, to to do that, just take him out of the equation, basically. Yeah. He uh, and then I thought, all right, that's probably that was his plan by the look of it. Obviously, he died. They both fell down the stairs. The guy he snapped his neck. Um, I think that's when he kicked in because all of a sudden he realised that he's gonna have to do that to get you know to yeah. get through. I mean, he's a police officer. He's probably I don't like to say, but he's probably had to do it before in the line yeah. of duty. But this isn't just to stop some. A mugger with a gun or something. This is someone, from his point of view, is trying to. Dis- well, if, at that point, he he thinks the terrorists as well. Yeah. So, what would any right, reasonable person do if they found out they've been surrounded by terrorists? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, but then I like I I do I don't know. It's it's got this weird, sarcastic swag about him, in a in a way where like I've I've got your machine. I've got the machine gun. Yeah, ho, ho, he, didn't, ho. he did not need to send that down there. No, that just alerts them that there's someone else around. Well, I mean, seeing a body in the lift like that anyway could have hit the body. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, and not let them know what's going on. But then I think he wanted to prove a point. Like, I'll, someone's going to stop you. Yeah, but all they, all he did with that was put them on guard. If he'd waited, <laughs> yeah. he could have taken out another two or maybe three of them before letting them know that someone was actually there. Yeah, true. Because if like this guy's gone missing, say floor thirty-two. Okay, go, you two go up to floor thirty-two. But maybe he's, maybe he's walkie-talkie's broken. His radio's broken. Yeah, go up there. John could easily take out two people. There's three of them gone. I, I know what you mean, but I feel like the way McLean's done it is, as he said, he doesn't follow rules. No. So you know, for he's him, following it's, what he thinks is right in his head. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, at least he sent the brother down. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I would have preferred. Well, it wasn't the brother he sent down. He left the brother dead on the in the stairwell. It was another guy he threw off into the cup, the uh, owl's car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I think he would have preferred to use the stairs rather than <laughs> skydive him. Yeah, I like that as well. The first time uh, Al was there, um, he has that weird. Would you buy Twinkies? Yeah, of of sorts. Yeah, and then there's that guy behind the till in the convenience store. We both know he's the sort of person who's been there since high school. Yeah, and I like the fact that he goes uh, there for my pregnant wife. Yeah, and then you find out that she actually is pregnant. <laughs> So, uh, well, pregnant women have a lot of cravings. Apparently, some of them do at least. Yeah, I just Twinkies. I mean, they're okay, but I'm not a, a lover of them. 
I've I mean, had them a couple of times. I mean, when not... we go Comic Con, I'll get one because it's Comic Con, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't go out of my way to buy Twinkies. No, I'm not going to go into a shop and go down the American Isle section or something and try and find them. No, no. if they're there and like if you see them in a shop or like you said Comic Con, if they're there, because it's they have the unusual food areas. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the first time he's there, and it, it, I, I think the reason the way he is at first is because. As we said, he's a desk officer. He's, yeah, he just you know he's off. Uh, I think he was going. Did you say he was yeah. going home? He said he was. He was just. He's got. He's on his way home when he got the call. So what always baffles me? Did they? Does he take his police car home then, or did he have to take that back to the? Or was he on his way back to the office? I think it's more likely he was on the way back to the precinct to drop that car off so he could go, go home. home. Yeah, that it's always confused me because every time I watch it, I think to myself, did so. What does he take the car home? Or I don't think he's allowed to because it could get nicked from outside his house. I guess it? so, but do you know what I mean? It's just it's just a weird. He's on his way home, so if that's the case, why is he out of the office buying something to go back to the office? To... Maybe he was out doing something. Got the uh, went the call. Yeah. yeah, but if that's true, why was he calling himself a desk officer? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's but then I think in a lot of films they say, "Oh, I'm on the way home," but they're in their car. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just... Uh, it's whole, oh, I'm, I'm on the way. I'll be there in five minutes when you haven't left home yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I wouldn't say, like, that's a, a downer on the... I think that's just the typical American, like, police... There's, it's something that you see, so... Yeah. Without, what's it, stereotypical? Yeah, that's the I word. guess. You know. Um, But, yeah, I'm a big fan of Argyle. Yeah, I think he's... You kept calling him the true hero of the movie. <laughs> yeah, because you know he's just it he just punched doesn't... one guy. Yeah, but he does he, the things he does for McClane. Like he's the hero, he's the underappreciated one, in a way where Al is the guy that talks to McClane and he he keeps him company through the radio. Um, obviously McClane is the hero in the thing. Yeah, but Argyle, it's just the little things he does for he him. He drove a car and punched a guy. I'm not seeing how he's a hero. Because he gives him his... So, obviously, he picks him up. He takes him to the thing. He says to him, if you score, let me know. If you don't, I can get you a hotel. Yeah, give me, let him know, and I'll take so you to the hotel. So, it's more the human touch he's providing. Yeah, so he's, he's just giving him sympathy. And I guess, what, empathy as well? Like, Camaraderie. No, more, yeah, yeah. Like a brotherhood. Yeah. You know, bearing in mind I've only just met. And he literally waits. He doesn't go, oh, you know, because like, he calls him. Then he gets cut off. But even then, he stays there. Yeah, he does say, doesn't he? Well, you know the number, he cool. Exactly. And then he has a, like a one-man party <laughs> with a teddy bear. And I like the fact that he, when, he, when he's looking up thinking, what can I do? He looks up in the, with the uh, mirror. Shut up. Yeah, and he tells the teddy bear up. to shut up. I do like that. And um, yeah, I just think he's got enough respect for like McLean. Right, you know the the guy I've got back in the um, the guy Argo ends up punching. Yeah, he had some of the money, the vouchers, the bonds, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Do you think Argo might have put a couple in the boot? Uh, I would like to think he's a a genuine citizen, and he didn't do that. Um, however, he's 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 in his twenties, if if that at all. He's got a girlfriend, from what we can. I think, yeah. He's got a lady friend then. <laughs> And in front of him is basically dumped, not six hundred million, but a good few hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I suppose you can't really sit, you can't really spend them or anything, can you? Because they'll be labelled, named. Yeah, I get. That's what really confused me as well. What were they going to do with them bonds? I don't. Know, but he said, "Well, we sit on a beach earning twenty percent." I never quite understood. Unless they were going to use them for something else, like a bargaining tool of some sorts, or I don't know how bonds work with. No, the US, me neither. So... I I don't. So if any of you out there are US fans, please, can you tell us how that would work? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting to like, tweet us and tell us how the American bond system... Is it bonds? B-O-N-D-S, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, bonds system works. Bonds. Money bonds. Yeah. It's not a thing now, is it? Is it a thing now? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Because you'd, you'd think now we're more... Digital. Yeah, that's the word. That it wouldn't be... A, we, would, we wouldn't need those. Well, it's like a savings. I always thought it was like a savings account thing, no? Since 1st of January 2012, paper savings bonds are no longer available at banks or other financial institutions. Right. Paper series bonds can still be bought through with IRS tax refunds, 
but Series E e-bonds are available only in the electronic form. Oh, there you go. So those paper things don't exist anymore. It's just the electronic version. So if they tried it now, they'd be screwed. Well, no. Well, they wouldn't be having any bonds anyway, yeah. They'd be hacking. They could still be... They could still True. Because a lot of the crime now... Well, not a lot of the crime, but the more dangerous crime is cyber. Yeah. Our world is so interconnected cyber, through the cyber... Through the World Wide Web. Yeah. Yeah, true. I do like that the facts... Because it's like a double cross on a double cross, isn't it, in this film? Yeah. The FBI are going to double cross them... With, with the helicopters. The, yeah, with the helicopters. And... Hans Gruber and his team are double-crossing them because he thinks they're going upstairs when really they're going another way. Hans Gruber's plan altogether was actually his well-thought-out plan and he was going to kill off all the hostages anyway. Yeah, because he was going to put them on the roof and, and then, then blow, blow the roof. The fact that they had the foresight to have an ambulance ready inside the van yeah, to, to take them away. Uh, do you think Hans was actually going to share, Hans was going to share the money with the others or was he going to double-cross some of them? Um, well, I, I think at first he could have potentially double crossed them, right? Yeah. But the more that he that got picked off by McLean, he needed them. In a, yeah. But then he also had more in shares because they were gone. So technically, the more that got killed off by McLean, the more percentage they got at the end. And he was willing to kill one of his guys that he thought was still on the roof at the end. Yeah. Even though John had already killed him. Yeah, yeah. So I guess... I don't really think he cared. I think he was out for himself. The only thing that they never really answered was, uh, although I may have missed it, was, do you know the people that he wanted out of other prisons? Yeah, he made them up. Did he? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, because in the last, like, Asian Dawn or something, he said about one of them, and the other guy goes, and he's put the the thing away and gone, I read about them in Time magazine. Oh, okay. He he did it as a a way to distract them. Right, okay. Because I was thinking, like, what happened to them? No, they were never a real part of the plan. It really baffled me. And then the more he was talking about it, Al's face was just like, what is going on? <laughs> I thought Al pointed out they were shooting at the lights. And then they shot a couple of lights and his boss went, they're shooting at the lights. I'm thinking... Yeah, I didn't like him. Come on. Yeah, that boss was an idiot. He, do you know what it is? Because he is higher up, he, he, dis- he demands respect. Yeah, he doesn't than, earn it. No. And I can't stand people like that. Same as that Ellis that died. The one that tries to bargain with McLean oh, for them. The, the, the coke the junkie. Yeah. And I do like that. He, he sniffs whatever it is he's sniffing. Yeah. And then uh, McLean goes, you missed a bit. And then he goes and wipes his nose again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just a typical New York police officer, as we said. Um, but yeah, Ellis died. I don't understand what he was trying to do. I don't think he understood what he was trying to do. I think it was just high. Yeah. So that that was his, you know, his not his final flight, but that his was character. his attempt at helping. His character arc. Yep. He got high, and then that was that. Yeah, true. Um, product placement in this was lovely. They had several product placements, didn't they? How many could you spot? I don't know. I, I spotted two. I didn't count them, but I know for sure we had that the Coke one, which was put right in front of the screen, and then yep. turned around, opened up, and tipped in his glass. Yeah. We had the Crunch chocolate bar. Yep. Which is delicious, Twinkies. by the way. Eh? Twinkies. Oh, Twinkies, yeah. But um, Crunch chocolate bar. PayPal? No, it's Pay... Was it... Pay... It was Pay something. It was PayPal. Was it PayPal? I think so, because the, the, the same the, the same shape of the letters. It may have been. It may have been a form of, of that. A previous incarnation. Yeah. But it was a little weird, because we started laughing at it. It was on the cashier's till yeah. bit, wasn't it? Um, it's an ATM, wasn't it? It's how you get the money out. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, crunch. So we had I mean, one, two, about four. Four or five. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, crunch was lovely. I, that, do you see him? The thing is, they, it made me laugh because they had that on the screen longer than a Coke. Because <laughs> he poured, the, he showed the Coke to him, poured a little bit in the glass, and then it was turned around again, so you didn't see the product placement. No. But you could see the guy eating the crunch bar. And I was looking at it, and I was just like licking my lips. And I'm thinking, hmm. That is nice, the honeycomb inside. It's oh, funny. I mean, if Crunch are listening, feel free to send it to us. We'll <laughs> happily rate it for you. Um, you know, I'll happily promote Crunch all day long on a podcast. Yeah, so feel free to... Uh, send us stuff. <laughs> yeah, sponsor us. That's the one. <laughs> um, But yeah, I feel sorry for Holly in there. i tell you what, though. I feel sorry for her uh, later on. 
because right at the beginning, when she's classed as like held hostage and all that stuff, she does an a terrific, like an incredible job of not giving herself away as either one as McLean's wife and two being someone of importance because they're in her office. Yeah. And I like the fact that she kind of just blends in. Like she doesn't say anything or anything like that. Well, the fact that at any point Hans Gruber could have turned around and seen one picture on the face down yep. and picked it up and put it back to normal, not worried about it. Yeah, yeah. They didn't think about it until he saw how she was looking at the interview with her children. Yeah, because that's when he picked the yeah he the sees because that, after that after at that point he has met John yeah so he sees her he goes Miss McLean mm-hmm. yeah so I do like the fact that she stays quiet and she tries to she is trying to be helpful well yeah you've got a pregnant woman can we take her in a room with the settee a sofa yeah no but we can have one brought out okay we need some we need, you can unless you want it messy out there we need people to organise. People to go to the t- bathroom, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Yeah, that'll be done." He understands. Well, I don't think he really cares very much because he knows he's going to kill them all. Yeah, but he knows he's got to make them compliant, more comfortable until then. Yeah, because it, the comfy, the, the comfier they are, the more relaxed they will be. Yeah, kind of around him, I guess. Because if they if they're saying wrong and they need to do something, you're going to get someone who's going to act stupidly at some point. Mm-hmm. That I would have been could, Ellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, as I said, it was only when she looked at and then she he found out that um, she was with McLean. Yeah. That's when I was like, okay, now I'm... So now that she's already a hostage, yes, you can feel sorry for him. But the minute he grabbed her... That's when you think, uh-oh, now there's, now there's a problem, you know. But in saying that, from one point of view, everyone who was going upstairs was going to die anyway. Yeah. And because she was being taken as a hostage, she was more likely to survive. Oh, maybe, yeah. You know. Um... I mean, we'll never know. No. But I did like, as you said, I like the fact that he, he was doing so, he was doing one thing to cause a distraction for something else. His, his plan was multi-layered. Yeah. And the fact that we thought he was, they thought he was after something. Yeah. And then he was after the bonds. Um, Turned out after all this time, it's a very complicated, very well thought out robbery. Yeah. And he was right. What he said to Mr. Naka, Tommy. No, uh, Yakatomi. Taki, Takiki, Tag. The boss. Yeah. He said to him, um, "That's like what ten days worth of your company's, your parent company's earnings." Mm. It's ten days worth. Yeah. It's not going to. It might affect them a little, but that can easily be replaced. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Do you think he knew the password? I'm pretty sure he did, because what I've learned about um these people. Yeah. Once they, like, if they're in a situation of command structure, they will obey the rules they're given. Mm-hmm. So if he was told to not give something to someone, he wouldn't he give it to them. Yeah, no. true. You'd sooner die than yeah, yeah. death before dishonour. That is very true. Um, but yeah, no, I do like, but then it was a shame that he got killed off. I mean, they could have killed him off, but not as quick. It could have been something of, we've got through this level tell us like and it go down you know like a little bit yeah and, you know but Hans did do that th- thing a few times didn't he I'm going to count to three. three he did it three times once for the coke fiend well originally it was for the uh, for boss the then it was for the coke fiend wasn't it yeah uh, for Ellis yeah yeah. sorry I keep calling him coke fiend Ellis and he did it for John mm-hmm. but then he, John realised he was a baddie and so he didn't put any bullets in the gun yeah how the hell did he do that he looked at the board and saw the names no like how did he because he had a magazine with bullets in, and he made it look like he was giving him a magazine with like, the gun with bullets I think in. he slipped the bullets out as he's doing it. Right. And talking to him. Then he gives him the gun with no bullets in it. So was that the same bullets? Because he took, he took two out. I think those are the same bullets he used at the end. Oh, if, if they are, <laughs> incredible. Like, that just makes the rating even better. You know, I mean, that would be cool. I love that bit, by the way, with the, with the tape. His behind his head and pulls it out. It, he had to do it really quickly. That's split second timing. You can't... If you miss once, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. And he only had two bullets, so better shot than Deadpool. Well, no. One bullet he killed, Deadpool killed three of them. Uh, true. Did he? Yeah, they were lined up. Well, yeah, well, they were lined, but I mean, to do <laughs> it that quick. You know. 
Yeah, I suppose uh, we're comparing John McClane to Deadpool. <laughs> Maybe it is getting a bit too late now. Yeah, just a tad. But yeah, no, I did. I really, really did enjoy the uh, that that scene. And again, it always makes me think now of Brooklyn Nine Nine because they go paintballing, and there's a scene when he he grabs it from the back and then does the change John McClane thing. You know, um, but yeah, I was. Do you know what I was thinking as well? You know when he starts writing the names down on his on yeah. his wrist, so that must mean McClane's a left-handed person. Yeah, because he's writing it on his right on wrist. On his right wrist. Yeah, on his right wrist. But his dominant hand shooting was his right one. trigger. Trigger finger, which is right one. So he must be ambidextrous. Clever. Maybe. I mean, isn't Tom Cruise in real life a left-handed guy and he shoots with his right? I think so. I don't... I really don't know. Could be the same thing. Could be the, just the way he's been taught at the police academy. The um... True. I mean, it's... I mean, technically, when you when you got it down, it's a mu- um, muscle memory, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, it could be. I, mean, I still can't remember, write my name with my left hand without looking like a child's chicken scratch. <laughs> but yeah, no. But I, it always it dawned on me earlier, and I'd never really thought about it. Is that he writes on his right hand, right wrist, but then he shoots with his right. Yeah. It just confused me. I was like, oh, well, okay, that's interesting. Um. But yeah, he was always he's very sneaky, isn't he? Like he, he, he's very, yeah, he's a stealth character in a way. He's up to a point. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he does silly things to give himself away. He knows people are following him, so when he's in that crate, he lights up the lighter, and then the guy looks down and sees that the lights. Would you do that, or would you just crawl through in the dark? At, for a while. Well, the thing is, in the air vents. The only light that's going to come through is from the hole. Yeah. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't light it up. I wouldn't put a light on. Who knows what? It could be gas going through. True. That was a small bloody vent as well, wasn't it? That. that oh, I told you I get claustrophobic. On, I can get. I can get claustrophobic a bit on buses when there's a lot of people on there. Yeah. That thing. Besides the fact I wouldn't have been able to fit in there. <laughs> I require lubricant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, come on. You wouldn't fit in that. Vent. No, I definitely wouldn't. Have, I would never. But that was, I was impressed. But, I, so the, the thing that irritated me on, on that bit right. was he was trying to get to one of the vents, right? To get out of the way. But he was low enough. Why could he have not just like swung himself and grabbed on? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, Action I, scenes. I, I guess he, obviously he fell and by by chance. Yeah, if he hadn't caught that, he would have kept going. Yeah. But I, ju- I just thought, because when I was watching it, I'm thinking, um, does he swing himself then? But I was thinking of the time when he gooses the um, the fire hose. Yeah. Then swings. That is a fantastic scene. <laughs> it's like I said to you when we were watching that, it's only random chance that it did not, as it hit the bottom, it didn't it did flip, flip over. over. Yeah. But it was just, it was just so good. Like the way, so he drops down and it, it it's just little things for me that really made that scene or that moment better. It's the blood foot imprint. The blood footprint for one, and then he kicks himself off, shoots it first, and then swings through. Yeah. So he's trying to weaken the glass, so then he doesn't just bounce back off it again. You know. And then it's that point where it drops down, and he's panicking to get it off of him. Because because uh, when when he's he's landed, he stops for a second, doesn't he? He's like, oh. Then you see it. Boom. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't even in in focus, was it? You see just like this white blur go down behind him. Yeah, yeah. And he realises he starts moving backwards. I said to you, you see how bending my legs get. I'm trying to push on each side of the frame. So for, again, it was another thing that I thought he was going to do mm. and then cut it off. But it was just that he was so like normal. Like <laughs> he was such a, a person about it, not a, a film yeah. star kind of thing. You know, like an action hero. After it happened, he needed a second. Like it wasn't a... I'll carry on. I've been shot. Better get up and get going. Like, yeah, it was a, like a bleeding. Like you know, let me recompose myself. You it's know, when you've he's on um, adrenaline as well. Yeah. If he stops, then all his injuries are suddenly going to catch up to him. He'll feel everything, and he won't be able to move properly. Yeah. So like, stopping for a second, fine, but he he, don't, he would need to keep going. Yeah. Otherwise, the, as you said, the adrenaline he drops, then that's it. He's he's toast. I think he'd. I think it's more likely in the in the limo he went into shock. Do you reckon? Well, I would. 
if I'd somehow survived and done all that miracle, by the way, that I would have gone in, most likely gone into shock. Him, on the other hand, he's the rough, tough alpha man. Yeah. You'd probably go home and have a drink or something. <laughs> yeah. Done some scotch and go, to, uh, go and have a shower. But he'd need hospital at the very least. Yeah, yeah, I could they say. Wouldn't, the, the police, looking at him, wouldn't have let him leave without going to the hospital. No, not at all. But then again, that's, that's John McClane for you, isn't it? Yeah. But he plays by his own rules and doesn't have to do any paperwork about a massive... <laughs> but apparently so. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm annoyed that McLean didn't punch the, um, the... Is it the lieutenant or whatever his name was? The guy that was ahead of... The one that started talking to him and then he the said... you're above Al. Yeah, yeah. He said, you're making the situation worse. I would have loved to have seen that. Just, just to put him in his place. <laughs> it would have been interesting to see him get... Finally, being given a good punch. Yeah, but that guy's been in a few other things as well, hasn't he? Playing that same sort of arsebag role. <laughs> yep. Some people get typecast. Yeah, and he's got he's got the face that you know. In the but, same way, Al's got the kind of face that would work as a work as a, both a good cop and a social worker, like gentle. Yeah, gentle guy. Yeah, welcoming, friendly, and willing to listen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, let's get to the uh, the like I said the. the the scene that I think is like the most famous with um, Hans Gruber falling. <laughs> I, for some reason, I always think, always, do you know what I get mixed with? Gruber falling and then the guy being thrown out of the window and landing on the, Al's car. Because you always think it's Gruber's going to hit the car. Yeah. And I know it wasn't, but I was, for some reason, I had in my head that you see him land. You hear, <laughs> you hear it land. You, you're a thlunk. But that's it. Um, but yeah, that moment, it's it's so well done because you've got everything going on in the background. There in the foreground, he's slowly bringing the gun round. So he's in slow motion. But when they flip it to Willis, he's not. No, he's falling in real time. Yeah. Al's boss. Oh, I hope that wasn't a hostage. <laughs> yeah. I just want to kick him for that at the very least. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I loved, I absolutely loved that scene. And it's it's like the minute he does that, as we said, when dropping a Rolex, there's more than one bit in that. That, as you said, it's her realizing that life is more uh, life is more important than work. Yeah, and it's also McLean realizing that Holly's more important. Yeah, work's more important. Uh, home's more important than work. Than work, yeah. So it's like there's a un- a united moment, and then you get it perfectly at the end when he introduces her as Holly Geno Gennaro Gennaro. She goes no Holly McLean. Yeah. You know, and it's that's like the perfect ending. Then we get the end. Then we get the big ending at the end. Do you think that was originally supposed to be it? They weren't going to make any more, but given how popular it was, they mm. decided to make some more. I guess maybe. I mean, if they'd have left it a one, it would have been the most a fantastic standalone yeah. film, like one of the greatest. Like as a standalone, I'm happy they made more. Oh yeah, because. Now it's compared to uh, you compare two and three and whatever to this first one, but the third normally, if you have a, a set of films, the first one is good, the second one is better, the third one's worse. But with this, all the others try to live up to the first one. Yeah, and I don't think they do as much, which I really enjoy. Like this is such a great film, you know. Um, so yeah, want to get on to ratings? Yep. All right. Um. Do you want to go first? No, I'll let you go first this no, time. Okay. Right, are we um we're gonna rate you out of what ten candy canes? We do not normally do that near the Christmas time. Okay, candy canes. Yeah, it candy is. canes. Um, I'll give it nine point five candy canes. Wow, I was gonna go with eight, but go on. Uh, yeah, no, I just, I just don't think there's anything. I can't. I I don't. I won't give nothing a ten because I always feel like there's always something for a room for improvement. <laughs> what? I won't give nothing a 10. Oh, a, I won't give anything a 10. <laughs> oh, and I'm so sorry, yeah. mate, but you know what? Double negative. Double negative makes my skin crawl. Yeah, I won't give anything a 10 because I always feel there's room for improvement with at least something. Okay. Um, however, I'll give it a 9.5. Uh, I think that's as close as a 10 that I can give it. I think it's absolutely fantastic. This is probably one of my favourite films to watch in Jack. I can watch it at any point. I think that's what's so good about it. You can watch it at any point. But at Christmas, it's even yeah. better. <laughs> you know, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, you, you will watch you. You will have at least watched it once in your life at Christmas. A hundred percent. And if you haven't, 
what are you doing? <laughs> Go and watch it at Christmas. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, everything we've said, I, you know, visual effects, the the story, the intertwined up subplots underneath it, you know, everything about it is just. I think it's so good that you can't say anything wrong. No, I go eight point. Uh, let's say eight because I, that's one of my higher ranks. Okay, like, like you, I don't think anything could be perfect, and that's where I'd go for the like the nine point fives and tens. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll go as high as eight point five because I really do enjoy the movie. It's a great yeah. thing to watch. You can watch it with pretty much the whole family as long as the youngest are out of the way. <laughs> yeah, you can't otherwise you'll be having nightmares about explosions and blood. Yeah, but it is a like you said, all the things, the subplots interweaved with the main plot. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of characters I didn't think were really necessary, but okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, same as you, really. It's just a great movie that everyone can enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, all right, cool. So that is uh, episode one of our Christmas series. Um, episode two will be uh, next week. As you know, when it gets to the Christmas films, all of a sudden we like just plough loads and loads of Christmas movies out over December. Yep. Um, you have a Christmas treat um, coming up. Obviously, we're not going to tell you what that is. Not yet. Um, we'll give maybe a, a preview of some something in the later episodes yep. over the, uh, the festive season. Uh, but yeah, so you'll find out what that is. This has been uh, episode one. Chris, any uh, famous last words? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker.